You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. What up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB back, another Slapdick Podcast. Been gone for about a week. Had a lot going on. I had the second annual Slapdick Whiskey party that I host uh, that I host here at the house. And uh, had a few celebrities show up, a couple critics. Quite a showing, man. A lot of support. A lot of good friends, coaches, buddies, friends, family. Um not family, but I don't got really a fucking family. Um, but I got some friends or what you call acquaintances or partners or homies, whatever you want to call it. I try to define the differences. You guys don't want to listen. Anyway, I'm going to make this show a good one for you since I've been gone for a minute and uh, had a few things on my mind over the last week, what's been going on and uh, in the world, period. So want to get to... Uh, Before I get to the quote of the day, let me pay the bills. This is Slapdick Podcast brought to you by Believe and BetOnline.ag. July is here. It's underway. It's a great month for sports. If you're getting into betting on online, BetOnline is where you can find it. From the NBA to hockey playoffs to baseball marquee matchups. I know the NHL ended, just ended, so you, you're screwed on that. But prop bets and futures are here. BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sport but Sport betting needs. Visit the website today using your mobile device or join and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Check them out. Um, you know, game four, Phoenix, Milwaukee's next up. And um I think the the series is going to go six or seven games. That's just what I called before it happened. Um, I thought Giannis got hurt in the beginning, and then it was over. Um, but I forgot Stephen A. Booker's the next Kobe. Just so you know, Kobe never disappeared in the finals. This motherfucker's disappeared. I, I fucked myself. I should not have picked him again on DraftKings. I ain't picking him no more. The motherfucker ain't ready. It's his coming out party, and he is a fucking no-show to his own party. Let's just keep it real. Don't ever fucking disrespect or insult Kobe Bryant again when you fucking quick judgmental fucks on ESPN want to uh, anoint the next Kobe and Michael and all these fucking people. Let their fucking resume play out. You fuck makes $10 million, Stephen A. You make $10 million a year or 12 or however fucking much. Just to talk about nothing, nothing. You know nothing. You do what the man tells you to fucking do, you suit-wearing fucking sorry fuck. Your fucking ass is horrible. And Marie Taylor, stop asking for fucking $10 million and do your job. I ain't saying shut up and do your job. I don't fucking, I don't like Rachel Nichols either. I think you're all a bunch of crybaby fucks. Fuck ESPN. You motherfuckers are all bullshit. Little crybabies. 
Only ones I respect at ESPN is fucking Matt Barry, fucking Mark Jones. They're fucking at least some real ones, frontline workers. Oh, my, my main man, Michael Collins, is on the links every day. Great dudes right there. Shout out to Michael Collins, caddy man, my, my main man, caddy. He bought a slapdick bully, by the way. So you know he's an OG. But all you other crybaby fucks, Marie Taylor, Rachel Nichols, Stephen A., fucking Kendrick Perkins, all you suit-wearing fucking answer to the man motherfuckers, makes it hard for these other dudes to do their job on the court that aren't on, that aren't on fucking Get Up and all this bullshit. Max Kellerman, you guys are all fucking joke. Molly Quorum, fucking Rose, whatever your name is, you're the worst fucking... How the fuck do you have a job? Coach, she's a woman and she deserves it. Man, whatever. The best fucking person should play. <laughs> this ain't no fucking political ass bullshit. Let us hear real shit. Not some motherfucker who can't even control the fucking room and the other two fucks talking about nothing. It's a fucking joke. And get off Zoom. Are you guys all in fucking quarantine still? Get the fuck off Zoom so we can fucking understand what's going on without fucking nine-minute delays in between Stephen A's sorry ass and Max Kellerman and Molly Quorum trying to fucking inter- interlude and fucking interject. And you got fucking Kendrick Perkins at his house with a fucking piano in the back. And uh, fucking, it's a joke. You guys are a joke. ESPN, you guys have lost me. Title of this show, Manufactured Analysis. Manufucking-factured analysis. I'm going to break down at about 20 different things on how this fucking, how this is a manufactured, analytical-ass fucking world we're living in. And you guys are falling for the fucking trick bag every single time and believe what the fuck you hear. This shit is comical to me. So, quote of the day, man, because it goes right with manufactured analysis, in my opinion. I know for sure what we dwell on is who we become. I know for sure what we dwell on is who we become. Because all you motherfuckers are crybaby, suck your teeth, instant gratification. I got to get this and get that. And none of you want to work for it. Not one of you fucks want to work for it. And guess what it's become? 14-year-olds shooting up high schools. Black-on-black deaths on a, at an all-time high right now with robberies included. Fucking your mail being stolen in the front of your fucking house. Your Amazon packages. Your fucking FedEx packages. 3, 4, 2 a.m. Motherfuckers robbing people's mailboxes like it ain't no thing. And I know it's a national fucking pandemic that's the fucking epidemic we're dealing with fucking instant gratifying lazy fucks who don't want to work for their own and want to come up off another motherfucker because your bitch ass won't do it yourself most cowardly cunt motherfuckers in the world are living today that's on everything you guys are some cowardly fucks and i'm just telling you Please try to come steal one of my fucking Amazon packages. Please. Because I, re- I got the trap ready for y'all. So I hope you do. I'll be on TMZ tomorrow when you motherfuckers end up in my fucking tied up in my back with Stogie and them motherfuckers nibbling on your ass little by little when I douse your dumb asses in Bully Max protein powder 
and let them motherfuckers feast or famine. You fucking sorry fucks. Stop stealing fucking everybody's packages and go fucking earn your own shit. I can't wait for one of you motherfuckers to try to creep up on my crib. That's on everything I love. You think I'm playing. Y'all must motherfuckers think I'm an actor or something. So get to this fucking deal. But anyway, that's what you dwell on. That's what we become. Motherfuckers are dwelling on he has this. She has that. I don't have it. I'm going to go take it off of them because I'm a fucking cunt, bitch, coward that I can't go out and work no more. But guess why? Guess why the fuck you're like that? If you're listening to me and you're one of these fucks. Guess why you're that way? Because your fucking mama and daddy and teacher and coach allowed you to be. Because your ass didn't get spanked, motherfucker. And then all this fucking manufactured analysis comes out. And it's now suddenly called corporal punishment. Spankings is now corporal fucking punishment. No, it ain't, motherfucker. You that are getting spanked. And you were the crybaby fuck who got hit by your parent and who went and told on them and told fucking protective child services and all these motherfuckers. You need to define corporal punishment, motherfucker. You saw fucks think that that's corporal punishment. Corporal punishment, motherfucker, is the 14 year old who ain't got her ass and his ass beat yet and has now become this fuck with a fucking AK walking into your school and shooting up motherfuckers. Manufactured analysis has taught you and told you that corporal punishment is from spanking. We have a mental health crisis on the rise because of the pandemic. No, we don't. Manufactured analysis. Show me the factual data that mental health is on the rise. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it's manufactured. It's you fucking soft bitches. Think that you're fucking got mental health when everyone in this fucking country really knows that you're using it as a fucking crutch and an excuse so you don't got to go to work. You can just rob and pillage a motherfucker. And just so you know, motherfuckers that rob and take people's shit and shoot them doesn't mean they have fucking mental health, people. It's been going on for a long time. They're called gangsters. They're called bitches. They're called cowards. Now they've turned it into such a fucking soft bitch made cowardly cunt. They're shooting you in the back. They're stabbing you in the back. When I was growing up, real gangsters would shoot you in the face looking at you. And might draw your initials in blood on your forehead. But everyone that's out there that's real that knows that are nodding their head like, hell yeah, that's real. Now you don't want to be seen, you cowardly fuck, with tight jean-wearing motherfucker. Want to creep up on a motherfucker. But I hear your tight corduroy-wearing ass rub against each other. I hear your motherfucking ass walk up on me with those capri pants and trying to backstab a motherfucker. See, people, don't, people always are shocked that they get backstabbed. But the shocking part is when you turn around and see who has the knife. That don't even shock me no more. Because there ain't no loyalty in this. 
and everybody wants to come up off of another motherfucker's grind. Everybody wants to instant gratification and a quick come up without doing anything, without sweating, without getting dirt under their nails, without cutting a little fucking skin. You motherfuckers have ruined this fucking world we're in. And I'm talking to you youngsters and I'm talking to everyone that's out there that needs to be talked to that is you who I'm addressing. It ain't really your fault either. I just told you whose fault it was. It's your mama, your daddy, your coach, your teacher. They've allowed this shit forever and spanking stopped because you saw fucking manufactured analytic people think that it's corporal punishment. No. It's a lesson that consequences come with your actions, motherfucker. And now what the consequence, what is the consequence now when the 14-year-old has the gun who didn't get her ass beat for fucking being a disrespectful little fuck? What's the consequence? You know what it is? It's selfies. It's fucking videos and blogs. And it's a story on Instagram that this little girl had a gun and walked through a fucking thing. Now it is accepted, and now you motherfuckers are glorifying the shit. But you don't see it that way. Manufactured analysis. Mental health is on the rise, they said during pandemic. 70-something percent mental health has become a bigger issue. I call bullshit. I say it's bullshit. I say it's a fucking excuse. You're using it as a crutch. I say teachers don't even want to go to school and teach. They'd rather stay on Zoom. I say the union's protecting these teachers all over the country, and now the teachers are getting paid for doing nothing, telling everybody that I have mental stress. I don't want to go back into the classroom because of COVID, because of kids throwing erasers at me, because of this, because you're soft and you can't manage your classroom. You can't manage the kids. You have no relationship skills, building skills with these kids. So they see right through the bullshit and now they disrespect you. But then the mother and the father at home haven't checked their bitch ass so they don't disrespect you even though you're a sorry ass fucking excuse for an educator you administrators are even fucking worse you're soft you do no background due diligence you don't check on anyone you're interviewing if you don't know who you're interviewing principal president ad's you're a fucking slapdick is it are you that busy and that fucking hard to research and google the person that's coming in your office to interview with you and when you get in there and they ask you, do you know who I am? And they say, I know, sir, I have no clue. Why not? Because this is a waste of our time. You're only going to go Google me anyways after the fact. And then you're going to say, oh, I'm sorry, we can't even, we can't hire you. Why did you interview me? Why the fuck did we go through the process? But when you ask the question and you're real, they get offended. They're mad at you for doing it. When in fact, they are the lazy, instant gratifying fucks who didn't even research you in the first place. They didn't do the due diligence that their doctorate degree requires of them. They have a PhD and they depend on others. That's the most ignorant fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Go on record that that's the most ignorant fucking thing that you can be. A PhD holding person 
who's an administrator of people, supposedly a manager of people, especially young kids, and you can't do your due diligence to find out who the fuck you're going to interview to for a job as a teacher or a coach or an educator, and then you come back and say, oh, I didn't know that was you. That's a you fucking problem, and that's who you're hiring. Then you go, based on a search firm, hire a motherfucker that has no relationship building skills, don't have the it factor, can't get through to these kids, and now you got 14-year-olds in the hallways with fucking AKs. But spanking's corporal punishment. Mental health is on the rise, my fucking ass. Excuses are on the rise and soft fucks and nobody's checking them because nobody's spanking their ass. And you talking about mental health. Motherfucker, there ain't no mental health rise. It's a fucking epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, that the soft ass excuses and instant gratification and wanting to come up off of another motherfucker is mental health. So everybody's still in packages out here from fucking Amazon and everyone's fucking mail every day. Is that mental health? Because I just heard it yesterday. It's a mental health problem. That's why we're getting our fucking shit stolen. <laughs> no, it ain't, motherfuckers, because your fucking bitch ass didn't put your foot in his bitch ass when you saw him take your package. When the dog pisses on the rug and you don't rub your nose in, his nose in it, guess what he does? He pisses on it again tomorrow really not that hard and complicated it really isn't you motherfuckers have made this manufactured analysis exactly what it is manufactured we've come up with these conclusions without scientific true hard data the true hard data is on the fucking ground hands-on based experience based going and turning over rocks and talking to these people on the front line, that is the data. Not he say she say she say, she say shit. Delante Williams or Delante fucking uh, whatever his name is, fucking uh, guy fucking LeBron's mom or whatever. Delante West. Where's the scientific data that proves he's got mental health? Because I saw a motherfucker that had millions of dollars thriving, not an issue. Gets on the pipe, nobody wants to talk about. Gets on the rock, gets gets on the sherm, gets wet up, whatever you want to say. Loses all his money. Now he's a fucking bum in Dallas. Cats are seeing him in the street. Why you pick out Delonte West, motherfucker? How about all those veterans out there, motherfucker, that's on the street? You ain't picked them out and feeling sorry for their ass. This motherfucker had millions of dollars. He fucked it off. We call it clucked it off. Now he's got mental health? How about this? Mark Cuban gives him fucking 100 grand, puts him in a rehab center. He comes out of the rehab center thriving again because Mark Cuban gave him 100 grand. Now he's in the gym shooting hoop and it's all over fucking Bleacher Report and all this shit. And oh, Delonte West has really fucking turned the tide. He's really changed. Shut the fuck up. Manufactured analysis. He never was fucked up in the first place. He is fucked up, but it's a fucking nut and gut fucking heart transplant, motherfucker, that you can't give him. Hey, mental health. 
man, crazy how $100,000 fixed mental health. He never even had to go to the doctor, fellas. He got $100,000 and mental health was fucking correct. Boom. Guess what happens? They stole your fucking Amazon package yesterday that you've been waiting on to give to your kids and uh, that you earned uh, the right to buy on Amazon. And this fuck took it from you. And um, fucking guess what? He went and sold it at the pawn shop and his mental health was fucking cured. It's fucking crazy how this shit's working. Don't get it twisted. I didn't say I don't believe in mental health. What I'm saying is stop falling for the fucking trick bag, okie doke, and stop thinking that every single fuck that does some stupid fucked up shit, commits a murder, a robbery, a theft, has mental health. He's playing your soft ass. And for you to believe every single fucking person, 71% of the country has a mental health rise. You're fucking lunatic. You're a delusional. You have mental health, motherfucker. Because you're believing that these fake fucks who don't want to work and just want to stay on fucking YouTube, Instagram, social media, don't want to leave the house and wants to go do the grind that way. If they make it legitimate and they fucking are making money and living, doing it. Hey, so be it. That's the world we live in. Social tech world, right? Social media world, technology. So be it. If you're doing this shit the right way and, you know, that's your grind, you hustle. I'm not going to knock it. Shit, that's a you problem to me. That's a me problem. That motherfucker's making millions online. So be it. The motherfuckers that ain't who just think that they're on this, they're just an average motherfucking Joe like me trying to make money on YouTube and social media so they don't got to go work and become this instant gratification fucking quick come up guy who wants to steal an Amazon package and wants to rob a motherfucker. A two year old just got killed yesterday in Houston and they robbed the mom, I guess, and a two year old gets killed in the mix. Two year old. Black on black, actually, crime. Shocker, right? And I just had the second annual slapdick party at my house. Great event. And a lot of brothers there, friends. And we were discussing the same thing. Why is black on black crime on the rise? Manufactured analysis. Black Lives Matter is supposedly this big thing. But we got more black on black crime right now than we've had over the last five years. How the fuck is that happening, fellas? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, like how the fuck is that happening? You guys are falling for the fucking okie doke and you guys all want to claim this mental health shit's going on and it's on the rise. When I say it's soft ass creates hard heads and everybody's on the come up off of you life right now. They're lazy fucking enabled fucks and it starts at the home front in school, on the fields, in the offices. You guys have allowed it and you ain't coached it. And it's been 20 years and now you're seeing the largest fucking fallout in the history of my life. It's becoming out of control. The shit that we see. I don't know, man. Mental health rise. Fuck. Show me the data. You just talk about it and say it on online and social media and fucking all these we all this fucking these media outlets. Show us how it is and what's the proof. Show us. Seventy one percent on the rise. That's just the top. That's it right there. 
Mental health, seventy one percent on the rise since the pandemic. Everybody's like, damn, seventy one percent on the rise. Fuck, dog. Not one of you fuck said, show me the data. Where is it really at? <laughs> and I can show you if you show me some data, I can show you data to rebut that data. Because <laughs> I know some PhDs that have studied this, and they're calling bullshit on the percentages of what we think it is. That's what we're calling bullshit on. We're not calling bullshit that mental health don't exist. We're calling bullshit on all the fucking numbers that are supposedly rising and all this shit that's going on. I mean, dog, I'm just a real cat talking real shit. You guys are, suicide rates are up because of pandemic, they say. It's an instant gratification fucking generation. They want instant gratification. They want shit without having to work for it. And when they hit rock bottom and can't do it and find it, I don't, I'm not arguing that they don't kill themselves straight up because that's it. They've so soft and weak-minded, I'm, I'm tapping out. Boom. Now, is that normal? Nope. I agree. There's something wrong with the motherfucker. But I don't believe that every fucking single one of them has mental health. I think some people are just fucked up. <laughs> They're just fucked up. And some of you guys have to understand, there's a difference between fucking fucked up, bipolar, ADHD, true mental health fucking... Diagnostics, because I want to see them. I want to see these diagnostics on these motherfucking 71% mental health rise. They tell you that shit, because what is the number one moneymaker, motherfucker? It's the dope game. You know what the dope game is that's legal? Dope game? The pharmaceutical fucking profession. Your mental health has gone up 71%, so let's get you on some medication. Let's medicate you motherfucking dummies who believe that mental health is 71% on the rise. Now the pharmaceutical business is back thriving. Now they're the trillion dollar industry and you guys are fucking making it because you won't turn over a rock and find out that it's half bullshit. And the other half is Weak-minded motherfuckers using mental health as an excuse. And the third half is your dumbasses who believe it without doing any research whatsoever and finding out the truth or calling them on their bullshit and checking them and let's see if they really do. You know how many fucking kids I had in my office that I called bullshit on that broke down crying to me saying, you're right, coach. I smoke weed because my family life's fucked up. Motherfucker. I was in a car for 18 months. I didn't smoke weed. Shut the fuck up. I've had kids tell me they're fucking making shit up so they don't have to do this in class or go to this or go to that because there's some lazy fucking fucked up people. So guess what my job is? To fix it. I try to fix them. But you can't save them all. Try to save one. I think I've done a great job at that. No one's ever, besides one person this past year, no one's ever been arrested or thrown in jail or fucking kicked off a four-year program when they left me. But I'm the perception is reality asshole on Netflix that you guys don't ever fucking have never met, don't know, and judge. 
But why you ain't see no kids bash me on social media, dogs? Why you ain't see nobody bash me on social media, any of my former players? That means shit. <laughs> that have been successful. Why not? But you know me so well. I'm the asshole. <laughs> no, real recognizes real. And those fucking kids that didn't have shit, that got shit from me, understand, damn, this is what we got to do to fucking be successful. Because if not, we put our future in another motherfucker's hands. And guess what? When this little black kid that I just coached goes to McDonald's and fucking was late and gets fired by the white motherfucking man, and then they're wondering... Damn, what happened? Well, you just put your future in this fucking white dude's hands when I've fucking been telling you they don't give a fuck about you. So why do you think I don't fucking allow being late or missing? Because those are the two most fucking controllable fucking assets you have. Being on time and being present when you're supposed to be. You can control it, dog. There is not a fucking excuse in the book why you could be late. My, my guy flat tire. Then should have left earlier. Should have checked it before. Yeah, there's shit that happens. But guess what? If you left on time, you could have got it fixed. Ran out of gas. It's a you problem, dog. 100%. Didn't wake up. No alarm. I never you needed an alarm to wake up. But you're not me, so... That's still a you problem that you don't have an alarm or someone wake you up. That's not my problem. Cut. Bye. Learn the hard way. You know how many kids I cut for a year? Went home. Didn't even go to another school. And I brought them back the next year. <laughs> do you know how many kids? Who do you know that would have cut someone after probably motherfucking them to death, but then telling them, I love you, son. Just can't play here for me this year. You need to learn. Now, you can go to any other school. I'll release you. I'll release you. They chose not to. They go home for a year and work, and they came back and played for me. <laughs> None of you motherfuckers know that story. They came back and played for me. And guess what? Some of them didn't make it again, but a lot, lot of them did. You coaches, teachers, and fucking parents now will not cut a motherfucker and make them understand. You won't spank a motherfucker, put it in perspective to cutting. You won't spank them to make them understand because it's corporal punishment. It's fucking crazy. The NCAA likeness um, movement going on, all right? I just helped five or six kids get on Cameo, by the way, former players of mine. Um, I'm all for them making money. I think it's the worst mistake the NCAA has ever made. The non-caring assholes of America just got a jail, get out of jail free card, and everyone fell for the fucking manufactured analysis. All you motherfuckers fell for this likeness thing, and it's going to be the biggest bite in the ass that our players have ever seen. And they're going to be a huge deflated lung capacity here when they go, oh, fuck, what happened? When nothing works out for them. It is like legalizing marijuana, in my opinion. They thought it was supposed to take off and take over the world. And we're going to be Amsterdam. And it's going to be the best thing. Crime's going to go down. And we're gonna 
Crime has gone up expeditiously. Fucking the weed in the street is still thriving over the fucking cannabis stores. <laughs> it's still the fucking way to go. And it's become watered down fucking. You thought it was going to be this. And guess what it is? It ain't shit that you thought. Everyone I know in the business has got out or fucking doing something else because they're not making the money they thought. But everybody wants to say, oh, man, it's the biggest fucking thing. No, it's not. It's a fucking manufactured analysis. So I equate it to the weed game. I mean, (laughs) you guys don't get it. It blows my mind, man. It really does. It hasn't fucking gotten better. It hasn't fucking changed. You guys just continue to fall for the okie doke, man. This manufacturing analytics is is crazy to me. I don't know. Mental health rise. I don't get it, dog. I don't get how you guys can just keep saying that shit. The non-caring assholes of America likeness award, I equate to the weed game. It's fake. You're going to see it. It looks pretty at first. looks like the prom queen. It's going to look like a three technique here real fucking shortly. Because I'm just telling you, the non-caring assholes of America just got to fucking get out of jail free card by th- giving you the fucking okie doke. And I told you last year, don't fall for it. You guys have the microphone right now. Don't drop it yet until you've they've met your demands. Don't fall for the likeness thing. But you guys did. It went through. The NCAA went in their meeting rooms, all these fucking rich old white fucks. And they go, whoo. The brothers fell for it again. We got them. 90% of them play for us. 20% of them coach for us. Now we can let them get $20 for a cameo. (laughs) Like, come on, dog. Title IX is going to end this likeness thing at the college campus level. Quicker than you can fucking say slapdick. I'm just telling you right now. We just had a big argument at my party the other day. We were talking. Everyone's here. Tammy, shout out to Tammy, my old former boss on the last chance you. If you guys watch the show, my boss at Independence. She's now back in Kansas City working, and uh, she flew out, man, for the event. So shout out to Tammy and uh, just one of the greatest people in the world. Greatest leader, greatest AD. Uh, just great people, period. Um, came out. She hung out with my mom for a couple of days and helped me with the party and uh, just enjoyed herself and uh, flew back yesterday. So good people. Try to associate yourself around them, man. They're hard to find, I'll tell you. But listen, the NCAA got out of jail out of free card is why what I say that is because 
See, nobody knows what I when see when I'm start talking about it. Everyone starts listening after they were like, "No, fuck, that's the best thing. I want these cats to get paid. I want them to get paid. This ain't the way to do it. One percent of them is going to get paid. The other ones are going to be fucking jealous ones, envy. You're going to have a horrible nucleus in the locker room. Watch that one hit you in the ass in a minute. Watch that one bite you in the ass when little Freddie's looking at you like, "Fuck, man, I don't make shit." This motherfucker makes all the money. And I got to play scout team on defense tomorrow. Wait till that shit hits with these soft fucking instant gratificated fucking non-earning wanting to come up off everyone else motherfuckers. Wait till that shit hits you in the mouth. Coaches. Teams. You didn't think about that though. Wait till every single fucking female volleyball player, softball player, water polo player, track and field runner, fucking javelin thrower, shot putter, who nobody fucking knows, don't make a dime. And they start screaming to high heaven on how is Johnny, the quarterback, signing $2 million deals. And I'm living in the dorm, check to check, off a scholarship that ain't even paying for my groceries. Wait till that shit cracks. Then you're going to have a Title IX issue. For every male dollar, the female dollar needs to be matched. That's Title IX in a nutshell. I'm going to get away from all the fucking layman's terms of Title IX that everyone knows about. Oh, it just means it's just the women's shit. If you talk to motherfuckers in the hood, it's just the, it's the, that's the girl shit. <laughs> what the fuck is Title IX, motherfucker? Educate yourselves. It's a dollar matching deal, just like everything in the world is dollar matching, right? It's about money. So if you have more fucking male sports than female sports, you need to either drop a sport, add more people, or eliminate something to equal it out. It's an equality, it's an equity issue, and it's a gender equity issue, and it's really more of an equity issue, actually. So, if you spend, let's just say, football has the most people, the biggest roster sizes, generates the most money, tenfold, right? Men's basketball is the next highest generating sport. BCS Bowl Games and March Madness are the two highest generating NCAA entities. For every male dollar you spend on a male player or student athlete, you have to spend or match on the female side. If you have 10 sports male and 8 sports female, something's wrong. Your gender gender equity issue is out of alignment, and now you are a pissing up a rope. So, there is just no way. That's why I say 1% of these players are going to benefit. Everyone else is going to be pissed off. But when my when JB said on Pat McAfee show, how about we give these guys money for their scholarships? Because you guys don't understand. 
when the backup running back who's selling a few jerseys here and there in the bookstore or online, and he's making some money, blows his knee out, God forbid, knock on wood, blows his knee out tomorrow at practice, and the coach doesn't make him a GA even though he's a senior and he's not going to get drafted now, so his real money's gone. And unless coach makes him a coach or a GA, which gives him a shot to become a coach down the line and make an income as he finishes school, he's gone. His scholarship's going to be gone if after the 10 semesters or five years. And he's not being drafted. But you know the bigger picture? Who the fuck's buying his jersey now for the likeness fucking deal? Who's buying the fucking third string safety's jersey? Who's buying the starting corner's jersey when he gets hurt? And he makes a, and he has a catastrophic injury and is not going to the NFL. Likeness will help 1% of the stars. Quarterback, receiver, maybe a corner. Maybe a linebacker and maybe a running back. That's it. Not even the backup quarterback unless he gets in and starts balling. Not even the backup running back. The other fucking corner that's average, nobody cares. You think D-linemen and O-linemen jerseys are going to fucking just come off the fucking shelves? They don't even know who the fuck they are. Nobody even knows what they look like. The student body don't know what the fuck they look like. They wear a helmet and they're big white and black kids. That's what they're going to say. Fuck, I don't know who that is. Quarterback, though, is fucking the pretty boy. He's got the fucking commercials. He's got this and that. Nobody knows the O-line, D-line. What the fuck likeness are they going to get? Who's buying their jerseys? But I'm still supporting my kids. I got them on Cameo. Coy Dane, Calvin Jackson, Isaiah Edwards. Go fucking uh, check them out on Cameo. Um... Get a message from them. Help them out. But come on, dog. We're reaching. Pay them for their scholarship dollars based on how fucking much of a high of a recruit they were. Use the D2 model. Break it up. D2 takes 36 scholars, turns them into 72. Split up the money. Get more people. Do it how you want to do it. Your A-listers get this scholarship amount. Your B-listers get this. Your C-listers get that. But they get an income every day, every month or whatever Guaranteed regardless because they're on the team or in the sport on a team. Women, men, everybody. And allow them to use likeness on their own accord as a employment, as an employee uh, as an employee. Let them go gain, gainfully earn or monetize themselves, just like they would if they had a job that you never allowed them to have for all these years. That's all it is. But give them what they've earned on scholarship for their five years, 10 semesters. And then let them go out and likeness, let them go get out, go get their own shit on that. Because only 1% of them is going to make anything on it. You're going to have a bunch of pissed off people. But at least if they knew going in, this is what you're getting on scholarship. And this is what you'll get for your duration here. You have a much happier locker room. You have a much better place. If something happens, put it in. Put it into a contract. If fucking 
A-list running back fucks up and there's a domestic violence charge or there's a fucking uh, gun charge or whatever the fuck, you're done. Little Johnny, tier two, you get his scholarship. The money ain't going nowhere. You still have it. Just flop it. If you guys do shit like that, it's what we call shock treating the system. Motherfuckers will stand tall. They'll act like they just got spanked because it's a consequence. Now your scholarship dollars were taken, little Johnny, and, the, and then little Freddie got your money. And you now are fucked. Go into the... Go Go into the fucking transfer portal with fifteen hundred other fucks to go to one hundred and twenty seven Division one schools. How are how fifteen hundred cats in the portal? There's one hundred twenty whatever plus D one D one schools. Where the fuck's the other fourteen hundred and fifty kids going? Are you kids realizing what the fuck you're even doing? Because your mama, who has not a fucking clue how this business works, is telling you because either the motherfucker she's fucking, the fucking street agent she's fucking telling her i'm gonna get your son and this this and this oh my goodness i can go on and on about this shit i haven't even looked at the notes i wrote down for this i was supposed to talk about rachel nichols and marie taylor's fucking feud i give a fuck about either one of them to be honest maria taylor she's okay she ain't fucking the best thing going Stephen a smith i'm just gonna tell you what i think i think he's a horrible fucking I think he's an irresponsible reporter. What I tell you, though, is he gets the reactions of myself and everyone else. He gets reactions from everybody better than anyone else. That's why I don't I don't care if he makes 10 or 12 million dollars a year because he works for the man and he is representing the suit that generates billions on ESPN and they're going to pay the guy that's going to get the fucking drama going that's what he does so he'll say stupid ass outlandish shit to get everyone talking he deserves the money that's just let's be real maria taylor does not she's just a decent like you know she does football basketball everything rachel nichols came out talking about you know you do all you're taking away my basketball shit well that's a you problem you fucking cunt <laughs> That's a fucking you problem You fucking whiny little bitch Go fucking work harder Be better Like you're fucking related to Who you related to Like some fucking big wig Fucking I forgot Martha Stewart or something Not a Martha Stewart uh, But she's related to somebody in, in, in uh, ABC And I heard she got the gig anyway from that Cause she's fucking horrible Rachel Nichols is horrible she just looks pretty with red hair and fucking kind of thick. I think people like her and shit. They say Jimmy Butler smashed in the fucking bubble. I, I don't give a fuck about all that. I mean, I really don't. It's a fucking mockery. And all you people believing in this manufactured analytics and analysis, shame on you motherfuckers. Go turn over a rock and find out the truth. Holy fuck. KU and Les Miles continue... The continued fallout is just getting worse and worse and worse. Supposedly, a motherfucker told a dude slanging drugs in the locker room to stop it. That dude said, you're a bitch. I'm going to kill you. 
if you say anything. Les Miles found out, KU found out, offered to do 50 grand to shut up and walk. To me, I'm like, fuck, kudos to you, Les. You're trying to do Power 5 shit. You did that at LSU forever, I'm sure. Um, but you just, you're a 70-year-old white dude who can't relate with the today's black kids. And, or coaches, probably, for that matter. And uh, you're trying to do Power 5 shit. You know, at least SEC shit. You know, that's all. That's what everybody does. Let's be real. Come on. But uh, you just didn't have the players or the relationships because you're fucking probably dying. I mean, I don't know. That's why you've probably chased all the young pussy around the campus. You, it's a fucking joke. First of all, the guy that hired him, Jeff Long or whatever, who I met with in Kansas uh, a while back, because um, they saw Kansas KU fans give me a fucking standing ovation, which I I love the shit out of Lawrence and KU's fans. They're great. Um, if it was up to them, I'd be the head coach at KU right now. That's my honest opinion. If it was up to the fan base, which you can't leave it up to, but what I'm saying is that's how supportive those guys are. It was a great deal. What I'm saying is whoever hired Les Miles and didn't do no research is fucking should be castrated. But again, oh shit. The guy that hired him used to work with Les Miles, Jeff Long. Oh, it's who you know. Who knows you? Not what you know. Just remember. So they hired this old 70-year-old fuck who didn't do shit. And uh, then the domestic violence charges from all these young girls come following him. And Jeff Long knew. And, well, of course he knew. He knew that 50 grand was paid, too. And he knew who the fuck he was when he hired him. So what do you think? Now KU's even getting a blacker eye. So... Continues to unfold, and uh, too bad for those kids, man. Lance Leopold, great fucking coach, man. He's going to do a great job at KU after he gets rid of all the cancerous shit that's been going on there. But what do I know, man? Fuck. Manufactured analysis. You guys believe in it. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Likeness for scholarship dollars. I would have paid them scholarship dollars. Guaranteed this is your this is your reward. Fuck the likeness. Who the fuck's going to sell a fucking jersey other than the fucking five or six top-notch players? Who the fuck else is going to get paid? Well, Coach, that's not it. It's the opportunity to get it. The opportunity to get it is going to water it down like the weed business. The third string female water polo player is not going to get it. Well, coach, my buddy was like, eh, we can get on YouTube and she can become this thing wearing uh, lingerie and shit. So now she's got to exploit herself wearing lingerie on a YouTube channel to get likeness. Only fans or fan only or whatever that shit's called. Is that what you're trying to do now? That's what this going to go to? Come on, dog. But you pay them for their scholarships because you recruited them and needed them to play for your university. Let's pay them for that. That's what they should be paid for. You didn't let them get jobs forever. Oh, fuck. McGregor shatters his tibia ankle, fucking breaks it. He was getting his ass beat anyway. You know, he's talking shit about his 
Poirier's wife fucking DMs. I don't even care. I don't watch fucking UFC. I actually had it at the house for the party. Um, I didn't even watch any of it. Um, I was inebriated in slapdick whiskey and enjoying uh, friends and some people. So I didn't give a fuck about the fight. I didn't. I didn't even watch one bit of it. And he's box office. He's smash hit. Everyone wants to see him. So he will continue to make millions, and you will continue to buy his fucking fights. Like my dumbass bought it for the party, but still he got seventy bucks from me, and he got seventy bucks from fucking million of you, millions of you, and uh, to get his ass whooped. Cauliflower ear, fucking broken foot. Can we stop talking about it on ESPN? Is he done? Is Conor McGregor done? You just said, is he done two months ago when he was done? You just had the same fucking thing on ESPN. Is Conor McGregor really done? He was done two months ago when he lost. He was done six months ago before that. You said the same thing. Is Conor McGregor done? As long as there's money, he ain't never done. <laughs> Are you dumb fucks? Follow the money. Well, I don't understand why this thing's so hard. If you're on ESPN, if ESPN was mine, every, every show would be like seven minutes. Conor McGregor, you're horrible, but you're, you're, you're going to continue to fight because you make millions. So I'll see you on your next fight. <laughs> next topic. <laughs> NFL's top 10 quarterback list. Here we go. Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, and so on and so forth, right? Boom. This is what we think. Then you have fucking your couple Orlowskis and all your guys on there, and then they debate it. They debate it, and now you come up with how, why, but you won't. You guys won't do that. So ESPN's top 10 quarterback list is another too quick to judge fucking resume instant gratification. The top five, okay? They got Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. What are we basing this shit on? I'm just curious. Mahomes has lost two playoff games. They're to the number three ranked player on on the list. The third ranked player has seven Super Bowls. He's 40 fucking three years old. Why is he not number one? Is it because he don't throw jump passes or something? I don't understand. Did you see the Super Bowl? The old man sure whipped the young man's ass. To me, this list is comical. But, you know, when I talk quarterback stuff, everybody's like, Ugh. so I put Brady as one. I put uh, Rodgers at two. As far as skill set, Mahomes is, and Rodgers are very similar in skill set. They're really, really close. As long uh, Same with Josh Allen. I think all three of those skill set wise with arm with release. Arm action, velocity, accuracy. Those three are very close. Josh Allen, I think, would be below both of them, obviously. Russell Wilson, I believe, should be in the top five. I think he's a top five NFL quarterback. 
so Brady has more Super Bowls than the rest of them combined. So if we're basing it on what this game's played for, he's won <laughs> until he retires. And if he if he wins it again, if he's 49 years old on this list and he keeps winning Super Bowls, he should be one. He should be a one. If he rolls out there with a fucking walker and wins a Super Bowl, he still should be one. And I, I'm not... His skill set, Tom Brady's not a top 50 quarterback of all time, skill set-wise. Not not a top 50. As far as arm action, release, quick release, arm strength, accuracy, throwing a good spiral, feet. But he's number one with the rings. He's number one with the it factor. He gets it. He has it. (laughs) He's number one. So, who the fuck put Mahomes at one? Why? So, why did I say Aaron Rodgers is above Mahomes? And everybody's like, no, coach, you can't do that. Why not? Because Mahomes has played three years and he has one Super Bowl, doesn't he? Well, Aaron Rodgers has played 10 or 11 and has one Super Bowl as well. They both have the same. Aaron Rodgers is much more refined and has more data and real analytics then Mahomes does. So I'm old school. Aaron Rodgers should be number two. I believe Mahomes and Russell Wilson both share one Super Bowl. Russell Wilson has a larger body of work. I would put Russell Wilson at three. Mahomes would be my fourth. Now, Josh Allen would not be number five at fucking all. Why is Josh Allen at number five? Because he throws a football 80 yards? What the fuck has he done? He's done good in Buffalo. They've, they've surrounded him with great players in the last two years. So, obviously, they're better. So, he's done a good job. But if he would have beat Mahomes in the AFC Championship game and went to a Super Bowl and played and did well and maybe even won, then, yeah, I believe he would be top five. Not yet, he's not. Matthew Stafford at six. So I'm watching ESPN, and then I see this the the one fuck. What's his name? Fucking uh, stalwart. Or what's his name? I forgot his name. The little brother. He said, "Well, Dak Prescott's much better than Stafford. Really, is he? Who the fuck gave your fucking non quarterback fucking ass? You were a corner in the NFL for a while." What the fuck do you know about it? Oh, I defended him, coach. I I know I, I had to defend wideouts against different quarterbacks. You didn't defend these two. And you're the same motherfucker that would say that Lamar Jackson's better than fucking Troikman. I played against Troikman and Lamar Jackson could do his quicker release. To do. Shut the fuck up. Matthew Stafford is, to me, much better than Dak Prescott. He's been on a fucking horrible franchise his whole career. And I think he's going to fucking thrive this year. I would put Stafford at five on this list. Dak Prescott's at seven. Um, I would have Dak Prescott ahead of Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson is at eight above Justin Herbert and Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray wouldn't even be in my top ten. Justin Herbert, 
He's played one year, fellas. He fucking has one year under his belt, and he had a good rookie campaign. He's number nine already in the NFL. He's the ninth best quarterback in the NFL. Kyler Murray has done what? I'm, I'm waiting. Um, Lamar Jackson is, is, you know my thoughts, man. Love the kid to death. I think he's a freak of nature. He's never going to win a Super Bowl. He's never going to fucking be a NFL quarterback by the fucking definition of the word. Um, Lamar, you know, for the fan base, for selling tickets, and for pure entertainment value, I would have Lamar in the top ten, but not for skill set and playing the position and understanding it. You're talking to somebody that played it, coaches it, knows it. He's in my top ten because NFL is such a political money grab but he's not in my top 10 as far as getting it done i'm just gonna be honest herbert wouldn't be in it kyler murray wouldn't be in it um but that's just me um it's just it's, it's amazing how espn operates but you know that's me a lot of you guys might disagree with me and agree with espn i don't know don't give a fuck um don't get it but anyway man that's enough ranting and raving today I just wanted to prove to you a little bit about manufactured analysis because that's what we are living in, and it's happening with every aspect of life. How soft we are, how enabled we've become, how it's been allowed, why we're still in mail, why we're disrespecting respecting fucking adults. Why these kids don't want to work? Why the young? Why people don't want to work? Why they expect this? It's manufactured analysis. Go check it out. Go research it. Mental health. I'd bet dollars to dimes it's not seventy-one percent on the rise. I think seventy-one percent of you soft fucks that believe it have made it on the rise. I believe 71% of you fucks that believe that weak-minded people don't exist. It just skips over that and goes right to mental health. I believe you fucks are on the rise. I believe that pussyfied, soft, scary fucks who don't want to tell these young people the truth is on the rise 1,000%. How about that one? So if I was some fucking media mogul and I just wrote that in a paper, what I just said, I'm going to try it, I think, man. I think I'm going to post something that's just my thoughts. And I'm going to quote it. And I want to see how many motherfuckers say, damn, that's just crazy. That's real. No, I just quoted it and wrote it down. And Coach JB said it. (laughs) You motherfuckers really would say, damn, for real. Dog, if it were easy, we'd all have the winning lotto numbers. (laughs) I mean, there ain't nothing better to say than that. I don't know. Just always remember, man, your focus determines your reality, brother. I'll tell you that much. I understand it, and I know that. Your Your focus determines your reality. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. 
If your focus is still in fucking Amazon packages, your reality is going to be you're going to be a fucking bum in jail or dead very soon. One of those three is going to work out if you come to my fucking house. But your focus determines your fucking reality, your end all. Whatever your focus is, it's going to be, your end all is going to be where you put the majority of your time. And if it's still in Amazon packages or tattletelling on your pops for smacking that ass when you fucked up, calling child selective sex services and trying to get out of it and going and killing motherfucking robbing them and taking their come up just so you can have a come up off a motherfucker doing nothing when they've earned the right. Walking their two-year-old down the fucking street because you wanted their watch or their bag. I mean, you got to be shitting me. I mean, let's just purge then. Let's just do the purge or whatever that movie is, and let's see what happens. Fuck it. Let's get rid of half these motherfuckers. That's what we got cracking. I don't know. Hey, man, I, enjoy, I appreciate you guys joining in, man. It's been a while. Uh, manufactured analysis, man. It's a real thing. Don't believe all that bullshit. Go do your real data. Go do the real research. Go check it out. Make sure you understand that it is a soft motherfucker. He's a fucking soft bitch made motherfucker that's still in your packages. That's transferring schools. That's not coming to practice. That's got every excuse in the book. He don't got mental health. <laughs> all right. Let's hold him to the fire to teach them the truth, build a relationship with them. Let's fix a couple of them and feel, feel fucking. Then you can feel justified. You did something to help someone. You didn't just tell them what they wanted to hear. You fucking told them the truth. So their end all is where is their focus as how their focus determines their reality. Our end all result. You've helped them get there to their reality. Based on the focus you've helped them create. Not still an Amazon, dude. Anyway, appreciate you guys, man. It's a slapdick thing. Appreciate you. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Hey, man, give me another guy. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Man, I'm just telling you. Cause I don't wanna fucking hear you.